With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Greetings. You've landed at the VUC, IP Communications and VoIP Community. We would like to thank Simwood.com for their support. Simwood can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our hosted PBX is from OnSIP.com, and you can go to GetOnSIP.com for a URL people can click to call you. We've been privileged over the last five years to be using the best conference bridge on the planet. Yes, I'm talking about ZipDX.com, full-color, full-featured, full-HD conference bridge. Our website, VUC.me on the web, is hosted by Bluehost.com. And our worldwide local rate dial-ins are from Voxbone.com. Hey, everybody. VUC 544. We're going to be talking about Homer with the SIP Capture folks, and we're going to talk about SIP Capture. But before we do that, Michael is going to show me some reminders of what I have to say about events. And next week, it's going to be... Tad Hack in Lisbon, 13th, 14th June. We're going to do a VUC, whatever the day is before the 13th. I think it might be the 12th, possibly. Uh, that would be Friday, VUC time. Hopefully, we'll have that together. If not, Michael will ad-lib for an hour, and I'm not sure what he will do. Next event, so Dad Hack is fantastic, but the next event will be, is that right, Klucon? Wow, we have to wait all the way into August 3rd to 6th, Klucon. Um... I've never been there, so I can't sing the praises of Klucon, but a lot of people do go and enjoy it. And next up, Astrakhan, which, of course, I have been to many times. This is a great, great time, and a lot of our usual suspects from the VUC will be there. October 13th to 15th, Orlando, Florida, in uh, which is in the complex of, uh, what's it called, Universal Studios. So bring the kids, bring the wife, bring the mistress, just make sure that none of them meet, Okay. Let's. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move to myself just so you can see that I am resplendent in my Matrix T-shirt instead of wearing the Wired T-shirt. I'm wearing the Matrix T-shirt. We're going to go to the film strip and show that we actually have other people who are going to talk besides me. Uh, Michael Graves is co-producing with me. In fact, he did all the heavy listing in the beginning. We have Lorenzo with us. Lorenzo, I'm going to guess... Okay, Manjani or Mangani? Tell me. Mangani. Mangani. The missing one, yeah. Okay. Well, then we'll move right to Celeste, who has, for some reason, the same name. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. Yes. Right? Welcome, Celeste. It was great to meet you in uh, at Kama Ilio World. It was a pleasure also for me to meet you all. Thank you for coming. And, of course, Alexander, who is here. We also Hi. met at Comedia World. Great to hear from you. Lorenzo, I'm going to throw the ball to you right away. And as we agreed, or as I mentioned to you, we like to ask people about how they got into tech and how they got into VoIP and SIP and all the rest. Uh, if you want to mention any of your inspirations, that would be great. Um, if uh, you would then maybe ask the other two, even though you already know the answers, and let them explain how they got into tech. It's always interesting to see how people get into it. I was a kid. I was a geek interested in tech, and I got into it that way. How? What's your story? Well, uh, first of all, uh, I'm a sound engineer. So that's, that's where I come from. Uh, that's been my activity for uh, uh, the longest time. And uh, at some point, uh, for uh, uh, a number of reasons, I started working with uh, the other side of voice, and uh, yeah, uh, it just it was just pulling together everything that I liked. So uh, for me, basically, uh, it was a super revamp of my old uh, uh, programming skills, my uh, audio uh, skills, and I merged them all into voice about uh, maybe eight, nine years ago. Uh, I started getting serious about it, and uh, I was lucky enough network, which uh, uh, basically were my 
incubator. I had to do my free enough uh, to creative. And uh, at some point along the way, Alexander came uh, into my uh, into my universe. So he actually that's when I discovered Homer. That things got really really serious for me. So I think he was now probably four or five years ago uh, on a, in a in a very hot uh, August. Uh, that time, I, uh, I discovered Alexander's project, and it was still, I think, the very early release, or maybe even the first day uh, that it was published. And I jumped right on it, and I tortured him until he let me uh, join forces. From there on, uh, yeah, our, our team more or less came together. And that's, uh, that's pretty much the picture for me. I think Alexander's one will be more interesting, so I'll throw the ball at him. Yeah, okay, but normally the uh, Homeless was exactly <clears throat> development for make uh, our engine. Okay, I'm first. I would like to say what I'm voice engineer, and of course, it was a lot of trouble to do some troubleshooting and so on. And we use Ngrep, uh, Wireshark, and so on, but usually usual tools. And uh, it was um, yeah. Sometimes we was just discover what we need to save all messages uh, to database. And it was uh, ngrep application which wrote uh, all messages to database, but it's all, it was a first small step. Second, exactly was um, some web interface uh, for uh, former project. This was not common yet. And uh, after I was, I have present this project on QCon, and Lorenzo Mangani joined later, and uh, we growing this project together. And uh, here we are. We have. Currently, Homo 5, like better, better release. And uh, yeah, we are very proud what everybody use Homo. And we're very happy what it's helped a lot all, all engineers to join, to to make or find solutions and solve their problem. Lorenzo, can you say something more? Sure, an hour. I can say a lot of stuff. You, you can, but I want to clear something up first. You say voice engineer. I think you said, did you say voice engineer? Yeah, voice engineer, yeah. So, I'm voice engineer. So both of you voiced meaning in VoIP or because after all, I'm a musician, Celeste is an artist, right? So when you say voice engineer, you're not talking about somebody who voice. Uh, okay, voice engineer, I'm talking about voice because it was before SIP uh, and h 3 I came from as a seven, number seven. Okay, that, uh, okay let's say all the weeks uh, is then and so on, which in Germany is, was very, very popular. And after we immigrated from SS7, and now I'm, I'm still calling it voice engineer, not, not voice therapy, because it's a little bit bigger than uh, just voice. I think it's uh, for Lorenzo, it was the same. I'm even worse, because I break the rule. I'm a sound engineer and a voice engineer. So uh, for me, it's both, and uh, that's how I'll confuse the answer. Okay, so maybe you and I can do an L soon, because uh, I would like to have a sound engineer. Did we? Let's hear from Celeste. How did you get into all this? I think I know, but for me, I'm the team coming in, and uh, basically, if I do well my job, you will not see me. <laughs> That's what basically I do, <laughs> and uh, yeah, take care of the guys and make sure that all the budgets that we have is not completely gone before we need it. <laughs> I think that's really important. And now I have a um, web development uh, background, so that's why I enter in the technology board. Perfect. So let's let's get to this uh, all got started. And as a matter of fact, I saw somebody yelling to you at you on Twitter about Homer 5. I assume that's a version thing. Yes. Where are we in the Homer project? Because that's kind of what we're talking about today. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we are uh, in Camellia work where we were all together uh, just uh, days ago. We released uh, version 5 of Homer. Homer, as we said, just a little bit of uh, background uh, information here, is our uh, uh, foremost uh, uh, project and uh, the, the most, the only one that we uh, have. And we'll mention some maybe during the, uh, uh, the conference today. Uh, but yeah, Homer is our flagship product. And uh, it's an basically application uh, which uh, allows uh, us to do our job easier. That's the, the, the first uh, reason and first uh, motive behind it. But basically what it does uh, is a system and a series uh, of uh, sub-applications which allow uh, a network to just pull all of their messages, all of their signaling together in one location, access it very quickly. So you can, uh, instead of running uh, tools left and right, you can just go into a nice web uh, user interface, 
type the A, B number or whatever you want. Hopefully you find uh, the call. So somebody might find uh, their call to this conference today and so on. And uh, we just try to make uh, life uh, easier for the job that we do, basically. Uh, Homer 5 is uh, the, the fruit of uh, a lot of work and actually comes after Homer 3. So in between there is also a dead version. Uh, just of how much uh, time we dedicate. We even uh, throw away entire releases if we're not happy with them or if they have anything that uh, could limit the users. Uh, so, and um, we, we uh, spent a whole lot of time uh, trying to make this release uh, more developer-friendly. So we know that uh, more or less Homer can get for those that use it, but it wasn't the same for those that wanted to extend it or uh, make it better. So a lot of people uh, that uh, were trying really to, to come into the project, give us a hand, were stuck into you know entering our minds in order to uh, uh, to make a change. So we had a little bit of uh, our own world. Uh, with, with version 5, we might lead to be more standard processes. Hopefully it will help people come and help us make it better. Our team is not really huge, but we have a lot of uh, contributors, uh, mostly coming from that we uh, uh, also have uh, help support for. And uh, yeah, that's our... Uh, simple and nice website. Uh, we do have all of our material, material so that's where we moved also recently all of our projects, which include uh, Homer, uh, Capt Agent, which is the capture agent uh, dedicated to the to the function, chooses the HEP encapsulation protocol, also a product of Alexander's mind and genius. We also have SIPGRAP, which is a command line tool uh, to more or less in various grades and, and bits and pieces that uh, hopefully will help people uh, work with our protocol and our application better. I, I have a question. Who is this actually? Because this already goes a little bit over my head. I, I think I know what it is and what it does. But I'm trying to picture, maybe, uh, and, and we'll bring James in in a minute because I think he would be to comment here but, and maybe ask a few questions even. But But the audience for this is obviously some kind of heavily technical pro, uh, professionals. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Mostly operators uh, of uh, various sizes, so uh, anywhere from you know 10, uh, 10 customers to uh, hundreds of thousands are the target application. So it's for somebody that has a, uh, a permanent job of revenue, depending on uh, the, the quality and the monitoring of their traffic. Uh, but it ranges a lot. We also have a lot of uh, running on a very small scale for very specific purposes, and those are actually our favorites. Uh, but on the other hand, we really have uh, very large uh, carriers, uh, which are... Uh, they make us proud, but secretly. Right. They, no one wants uh, names mentioned, so I'm not even asking, obviously. I wish I could, but uh, there's a bunch of them. And uh, sure. hopefully uh, with the new version, we'll convince them also to uh, come forward and uh, let the world know. But many of them are uh, really competitors. Uh, they don't like to suggest each other what, uh, you know, how to do things best. That makes well, sense. We use Hogan, and it, it's, uh, it's extremely useful. One of the biggest problems we have as an operator uh, when trying to debug it. The signaling paths sometimes can, can be quite complex and you've got signaling going all over the place. And one of the, the great advantages of, uh, of SIP capture is that you can set it up to, to capture views of data from multiple places and fling all those filtered captures back into a point where you can analyze and see the complete picture. And there are very few few tools around these days that actually do that. And those that are around to cost, well, millions of dollars to, to buy. Um, and Homer just does all of that. And it's open source as well. It's, it is absolutely... So, sorry, I stole your thunder there, Lorenzo. Thank you, James. Uh, I'm going to use this. It's a better introduction than mine, for sure. Yeah, one of the problems is looking so close to this, um, you... Perhaps you find it difficult to explain the, the, the beauty and the simplicity of, of what you're doing because under this, you're like a, a duck. You're, uh, above the surface, it looks beautiful. Below the surface, you've got all this stuff going on very, very quickly um, and lots of very going on. But you make it look, look, look very simple. In fact, Alexander makes it look very simple because uh, I'm, I, I'm guessing that one of the Parts of this is is the collection part, and in particular, the uh, the HEP. Um, what does HEP stand for? I've forgotten now. HEP. It's Home Encapsulation Protocol. It's, of uh, course, it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was first version. It was just copy of IPNP Encapsulation Protocol. You just it. And the second version, it was exactly uh, extension of extension. Uh, included timestamp of capturing time 
and after uh, after this Roland Henry's my uh, colleague, um, we developed HEP free version. Uh, it's very very flexible protocol, and so you can use not only for any any uh, encapsulation, also RTP, TCP, uh, diameter, SS7 encapsulation as well, and so on. And yeah, question there. I wanted to ask you. I mean, are other people out there already using Homa to capture SS7 and looking forwards diameter? I mean, that potentially is extremely exciting. Yeah, but you can use it. It's uh, not too complicated. You just uh, okay. In uh, new version, Captation will uh, provide um, dynamic uh, capturing plan. What you can uh, define by self, uh, which uh, capturing scenario you would like, and uh, how to you put, you would like to build, encapsulate the capturing data, or in JSON format, or in a raw format, and send to Elasticsearch. You can also use or. Thank you here, uh, just by uh, describing how it was uh, until the last version. So um, uh, our tools are uh, flexible uh, by definition, but of course in the configuration part there's always uh, uh, changes that are not necessarily easy to be applied. Uh, so in the previous version of CaptAgent, uh, we had sort of a static uh, uh, approach. So you would have a, a somewhere on your network which would take specific traffic and sen just send it to Homer. Uh, in the new version, uh, we basically provide a radio switch point agent level uh, when you can you can make uh, decisions uh, as of where you're going to send this traffic and how. Uh, as Alexander mentioned, we added uh, the JSON formula, which we think is going to be very useful uh, on many fronts. So we have our own HEP encapsulation, but we don't prevent people from using our tools uh, in different ways. And this is uh, some of our uh, integrators are doing. So they extend. Uh, the protocol and the functionality to their own likes, not necessarily pushing it back to the public. Not the point, of course, of our technology. So we, we give everybody the freedom, of course. We like those that give back to the community, and we have many. Uh, but there are cases where uh, uh, customers, uh, I should say, actually extended the protocol for their own purposes in mysterious ways. And we're happy because it means that it does exactly what we wanted to do. Yeah, if I remember, one of our users has created HEP proxy which exactly do this encapsulation of all, all packages in HTTP and send all HTTP packages in hand. He was very happy because it's uh, solved a lot of problem in the network. So that's like happy. Yeah, happy, happy. Of course, we should to finish our um, draft and uh, to be ready for, to make some RFC uh, for HAP because everybody use it and everybody asks for uh, good documentation. It already exists, but uh, we will be very proud and very, very happy if it will be uh, standard because de facto it's already standard in all open, but uh, the euro it should be also um, standard. One of our missions for this year. Yeah. So, Lorenzo, uh, I know we did it, but you wouldn't happen to have a live demo waiting in the wings that you can show us. Would you? I think uh, Alexander's screen might switch to a display of uh, the newer version of Homer and maybe which, which, some tricks. We haven't seen yet because well, well we, we saw some screen sham at Elia World, but we didn't see it live in action, did we? Well, you saw it during the dangerous demo for just... Uh, oh, of course we did, yes. Eight seconds. It's not a lot of time, so but, today we can show a little bit actually looks uh, when it's in use. Yeah, and during the dangerous demos, I was full of adrenaline. I wasn't really watching what's going on, <laughs> which reminds me, um, uh, Alec and Lorenzo and Celeste did um, some excellent videos, some excellent material at Camera Edo World, that which, which was videoed in very high quality, available to download from, um, from YouTube. And some of it is extremely good. I mean, the first one, the, the primer in Agnostica SIP networks is particularly useful. Um, and how Lorenzo managed to get so much information into a one-hour slot was absolutely amazing. Um, the slides on their own, you could, you could make a, a book about um, SIP diagnostics from that. And I learned stuff. I thought I, I'd used all the tools, but I found out I hadn't. And there's a whole lot no. So thank you for that, Lorenzo. And I can highly recommend it. Um, and in fact, shall we find, we'll have to find some links and post them on the feed so that people download those. Sorry. And for your information, that was part one. So we have uh, two more uh, uh, which go in, uh, in, in stages of being advanced. That was the basic one. And we have 
programs that we do uh, provide. So if anybody's interested in you know getting further, uh, that's one of the things that we have uh, managed to put together this year. So we'll share our knowledge uh, via those uh, trainings, hopefully share with companies this time, not just the community, and uh, make the project even better by providing uh, uh, the king for it. Yeah, and what comes out in the videos is firstly the depth of knowledge, but also the enthusiasm and energy of both Alexander and Lorenzo uh, with all the knowledge that they want to share with everybody. It's absolutely wonderful. Anyway, come on, let, let's go and do this demo, shall we? Well, here we go. So, uh, Alex, maybe you can uh, uh, you can show around and uh, jump in to uh, say stuff. Okay, just so you know, we are focused on, uh, on Alex's screen. It looks fine, so uh, we're all ready to go, Alex. We're on you. Okay, it's dashboard. Okay, first, you can create any dashboard and put a lot of widgets on this dashboard. And, uh, and also, you can create dashboard by itself. And so you can just explain. Yeah, in, the, in the previous Homer, everything was static. So we had decided up front what we uh, thought people would need. And uh, it was working for 90% of users, but then uh, those 10% were representing the most interesting ones. So we sort of freed uh, the, the way Homer is uh, composed. Today, is, it, it's really a generic uh, uh, framework where in the future we'll extend. So today, uh, you see here it says SIP search. Uh, there will be more uh, protocols and more uh, integrations as far as uh, um, having data. Uh, of course, it will be in the voice realm, but we, we plan on extending it. Already today, Homer can take logs, uh, uh, CDR, build uh, tools uh, to, uh, to bring all of those up. And Homer 5 is really the foundation uh, to make this job easier. So everything is a widget and everything can be customized. In this case, we're looking. Uh, so the search form before was just uh, fixed. You could open and close a couple of blocks. Uh, but you couldn't really decide which item was where. And uh, this is the first thing actually that we did. So the first widget that we created is this uh, uh, quick search. And you can just assemble whatever you want to have, and you can make words for different kind of people. So maybe you have uh, you know, level one, level two support. Uh, they don't really need to be using the same interface all the time. So you might have you know, level one just having the front. Uh, they probably cannot use anything else, and they can just you know, put the case together and then escalate it. And the next guy, of course, uh, might need more. Uh, so we made it scalable and uh, build your tool for your own uh, engineering departments. And here, Alexander is showing uh, a window where you can actually select uh, which kind of widgets. Uh, the category two, uh, so one is uh, active widgets, which includes uh, the quick search uh, form and uh, a couple more things. So are parts of the application which actually, and much more is about uh, widgets, the widgets that display something. So there is a, a very uh, best uh, variety right now, which probably will be uh, as we go and develop uh, with uh, external contributors, we'll try to put it together more uh, tight and tidy. But today, there's a bunch of widgets which you can use as, of course, Homer itself. Um, here, for instance, is the alarms and the uh, um, administration of uh, the internals of Homer, so dynamic. So we, in uh, Kamaidio's uh, configuration, in Homer's configuration, uh, a user or network can define what, uh, for instance, is an alarm. Um, in James' case, uh, maybe he wants to monitor uh, attacks against his network. So when a source starts sending a huge amount of uh, traffic, he would like an alarm to be raised to his uh, uh, knock. And this is exactly what, what Homer can do, for instance. So you can define uh, thresholds, parameters that you want, and how you collect them. So you can completely design your own solution. You're not bound to what we uh, think is best. But you can really tune it to your own likes. You can be looking just at methods, calls, registrations, and when it all uh, is, uh, when it all comes together, uh, it pops up here on the screen. Big red line, something that you condition that you define was triggered, and you can see uh, the, the details of this condition and uh, further investigate what happened. This is a very good example of uh, something that in us uh, possible, but uh, very much uh, reduced in the range of customization. Uh, this is what I think uh, is a, a good, interesting example. And uh, forgive here if uh, some of the charts will have no data at, at points, uh, but of course everything is dynamic. Is, what we see here is uh, uh, queries to Homer itself on the right. So we're looking at packet counts over a period of time, how many, uh, how many uh, messages in the system at a certain point. Just below on the uh, bottom right, we see uh, the method 
distribution. So we can see here that uh, option messages are QPC and uh, register uh, is the second driver. No calls or very few calls. And uh, on the left bottom side, we see something that new for Homer 5, which is queries to uh, an external data source. Uh, in this case, it's InfluxDB. So uh, before, in Homer, you could really only see what Homer knew. Right now, uh, with the new version, you can also look at what other systems on your network uh, know. So you might have log, log collectors or other systems, whatever you have, um, uh, maybe the, uh, the, the memory, the, the status of your servers, not the service, and you want to merge them together. So uh, you, know, you have an outage, you want to quickly have a chance to see uh, it's due to an external factor or maybe if a couple of your servers just died um, and this is what those uh, external plugs do. Uh, so you can look at different extents of them. Once again, this might sound uh, very abstract, uh, but uh, it's exactly how we want it to be. So we want to, to just give people a canvas where they could build and their own solution, because uh, now networks are really alike. And uh, the more we try to make it generic, the less it was effective. Here, Alexander is showing how these change the chart types you know, to uh, ones like. So, uh, that's really what it does. The empty plugins, they're my fault. So uh, they, and I didn't push uh, data into our Elasticsearch uh, test cluster. Uh, but that's what they would display. So additional charts uh, using Elasticsearch as a data feed. This makes it extremely exciting because Elasticsearch has a lot of traction. So there's a bunch of people which are uh, developing solutions uh, based on Elasticsearch. And yeah, although today maybe it's not uh, really big for voice, uh, now we give it a chance to be. So um, uh, we had also a lot of questions which are Elastic's Hamaib Award, which suggests that well, we didn't make a mistake. So aggregation queries and uh, all of that beauty is now possible also for voice. And this is just an addendum. Uh, CaptAgent can also uh, uh, output uh, JSON data. So if uh, somebody uh, was willing to just really build their own solution, take CaptAgent, uh, set JSON uh, as uh, output, uh, put everything seemingly included into Elasticsearch and build your own uh, voice monitoring system. That's how free uh, we made it. Of course, if you use Homer, you get ours, so life hopefully gets a little bit easier. Okay, can I test you now, see how good you are? We've been opting at macro views, which is great from a kind of a network operations point of view, but let's have a go at drilling down and nice. see whether we can find individual call and drill right down into that and see what detail and goodness we can pull out of that. So, um, yep. I, I don't know what you've got in your database. So, uh, well, we have some uh, test traffic. So, uh, Alexander maybe can uh, can give us an overview here as he will be driving them out. Okay, I can make a new call if you want to. Or <laughs> even better, let's show it in real time. What happens if I call? Uh, and okay, it's, you tell me about what I'm calling from. Is that suitably dangerous? Uh, okay. Or in fact, it's so dangerous, uh, I've just realized it might be a little bit from where I am. So what if Andy gives you a call from where he is, and then you okay. tell Andy what he's calling from, and that he's the user agent. That he's can you make a call? Or a forward call to Bador? Yeah, well, tell us where to call. In fact, as this is, as this is the V. Um, um, if you tell us, then probably you'll get about 20 calls. Or let's do this. Let's do this. Alexander is going to uh, show us now, uh, let's say, a sample uh, how it works. And in the background, I'm going to try to make this happen. Because now, now currently, we have um, only in the web, which uh, in our dance, uh, and nobody can make incoming call. Only okay. The, uh, we still have. We'll make it happen. Just, uh, just give us. A yeah, yeah, just give us a tip. You're right. And, and okay, I will uh, show exactly one demo of what uh, I showed on Dangerous on on Camille Rock for Dangerous demo. Let's make uh, Dangerous demo here and last ten minutes and make a refresh. And now I'm going to send each uh, five second LTCP port, and we will see. Wait a second. It's take time. Show us the call as well, because that's just interesting. So I called this, which will be in real time. It should uh, yeah. Mm. See, 
all of the CPXR reports. You can click on the uh, this time interval was seed, remote IP address, local address, packet lost, delay, and so on, so on. And so here you have a call form. It's no it's automatically on in your browser on each um, method invite, and you see all information here also in in cover, and of course parser details for each parameter, which type transaction and and so on and so on updates. So if I dial that zip your your URI, will your phone ring? Yeah. Oh, I missed it because you uh, you closed the ESDB window down. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're far too well known. We, you know we can pause it on the live video. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Did you get it, Alex? Did you get Alexander's uh, URI? Yeah. Okay, well, go on. So, and also, oh. also you can make uh, what it's nice feature in Chroma 5, uh, we, we can create a share link. So, if, for example, if you would like some information to your customer, you can just uh, generate a share link and send to this customer. Okay, well, that, you mean that's doing all the stuff that CloudShark does as well? Sorry? Uh, so we've been using CloudShark to do the, um, the sharing piece. Yeah, but it's uh, uh, science, comma, free, file. Historical uh, notion. Uh, we were the first application to integrate with CloudShark when they launched. So we are the first application to uh, our API was home. Yeah, but you're saying with the Homer 5, perhaps you don't need the cloud shark. Yes, but uh, if customer would like to save some some data in cloud shark, why not? We gave all possibility uh, which customer can use. But yeah, you effectively today we see really don't reason to use cloud shark in Homer 5. And see, here you see, I, I just opened the link. And I have the same information what I show uh, uh, seen before in uh, in Homer Five, and user can and see all the information uh, about this. Between the call flow and or go back to the logs. So all the and all the things that you want to do, uh, they're accessible on tabs. Or in window, we call it. Yeah. Is that built into Homer Five as well? Uh, one second. Uh, it's Is there anything that Homer 5 doesn't Lorenzo? you are muted. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm trying to uh, set up a number that you can call. This is uh, does dangerous demo. Just for the list, this was something that was definitely not arranged beforehand. Lorenzo had no idea this was going to happen. So this is how we test our people are. And if you can. Uh, Rise to the challenge, and we build live on there. It's pretty. It might even work. So Andy, um, you need to be standing by, ready to make a call. Call with the mystery, and I'm thinking of the one that was that one. Andy, I'm I'm ready. I've just had a timeout on what I hoped was the right uh, SIP address. Right. And uh, and for those of you who are watching the video, the reason uh, Alexander is red is because it's very hot in Germany today and very <laughs> sunny. It's not because he's under huge amounts of stress and strain doing a dangerous demo. You're muted. I had to mute him because there was a lot of echo coming in. I wanted to mention, too, that I was having some terrible problems, and I hope that didn't affect the Hangout. I'm not really sure what happened. Uh, but I have quite a while, like five minutes, and it's 31 degrees Celsius here, so there's no reason for me to be frozen, but I was. Hope maybe you You're didn't frozen? see anything. Yeah. You know what the answer is, Randy? What? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Okay. Here we are. Oh, I really need to shave, don't I? Okay. So on this thing, because I missed half of it, I think. Are we ready, or did well, we do it already? Did it happen well, while I was asleep? We went through some of the features, right? And I that I saw. Difficult questions, and on the fly, that we're going to configure uh, the test setup here so okay. that Andy can dial into Lorenzo's system, VoIP system, with a user agent, okay. of of which nobody knows anything, and then Alexander's going to tell us all about the mystery user agent, what so it is and what its capability. Okay, not happened yet. Send me a talk message, Andy. I think I'm ready. Okay, so uh, 
Excellent. We'll just need to have to pass uh, the CRI to Andy. Uh, probably not say it publicly because as it is no. the VUC, if you did said it uh, publicly, then you'd have about... That would be a problem. ...immediately. Yeah, just send me it as, as a, a Google Plus type link. And we love to do this because this is... Dangerous time, yeah. This is dangerous and it's real life. And this is how uh, we show how good people are because... Uh, we put them on the spot. It's called going for broke in the yeah, jazz if world. Lorenzo was just a, a sales droid, then uh, he would go, oh, sorry, I, it's not on my script. Yeah. But because Lorenzo and Alexander are gods of SIP capture, they can adapt and do anything, hopefully. Well, let's see if it works. I just shared. Uh, okay, Andy, have you got the URI? Yeah. I have the URI. I'm sending this out, but you so there we go. We are now connected. Okay, so Alexander, can you tell us what the mystery user agent is? Yeah, sure. Let's wait for call. Is the call going through, Andy? Connected this end, yes, and I have uh, some uh, some music and somebody jabbering in a language I cannot understand <laughs> in, the, in my ears. That's Italian. <laughs> go. And I'm gu guessing it's not a Grand Stream GX GXP you're using, is it? It's not. I've got a few. I just thought I'd start with this one. Okay. I think I know we, we, what it is. It's the one that does Opus, doesn't it? Um, there, are, I've got three different clients that do Opus. Okay. Uh, the MR wideband as well. Uh, no, it's not that one. That's actually not plugged in at the moment. So. Oh, okay. That's the one I was looking for. Mm. Okay. So Alexander's not really sweating here. He, has he found it? Is that the one? Uh, yeah. I think it's Mrs. Call, yeah? yeah. So, uh, what was, what was, what was IP address? Yeah, that's, yeah right. that's right. It's your call, yeah? Yeah, that's yeah, me. So, so yeah, it's a little bit of a scenario, but you see, this is actually, I don't know what's getting lots of echo from somewhere. Yeah, it's Alex, it seems Alexander's. Uh, so what we're seeing here is the best of honor. So it's a multi-host, uh, multi-session uh, uh, call. So what we see here is an external call from Andy to uh, the ex of this uh, test server that he has reached. And then you can see the inside. Uh, of this uh, server, so the load balancer talking to the proxy, hmm. uh, and then decides to fork a second call to uh, an external peer. So yeah, I bet you did that deliberately, didn't you, Lorenzo, just to make it uh, was really absolutely good. A chance that it happened. So this is a pretty good uh, scenario. Uh, I didn't collect any anything else, but you know, we could have seen also uh, the uh, RTCP statistics and so on. I, I didn't want to have you guys waiting too long. Uh, but yeah, this is it. Real time enough. And uh, you're just about to share that. Oh, you're sharing it. So I can go in and look at that from here. Yeah, wow. you can. It, it gets better and better. Come on. So I'm opening Oops. a web browser window um, to look at this tray so that I can go in as a completely re remote user. Hey, the guys from, um, from CloudShark are going to really not like you for doing this. Charge. We'll keep it, boys. Yeah, well, happy. They charge money for that this functionality, and uh, you're, you've just open sourced it. And I put it in IRC. So everybody is now looking at the... Uh, right. Because that's how we roll at the VUC. My, my user agent in there, that's fine. It's quite yeah, correct. I haven't, is it I correct? I've opened it three times. I'm just drilling down into the SDP now. And uh, Andy, uh, 26999 at top place. Oh, it's that one. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't blink. <laughs> so you know what? This works. And you're doing it on a Windows platform, which is very bold of you. You've managed not to blue screen yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we even have a capture agent for Windows, which is incredibly in use at a couple of our customers. Yeah. What can I say other than it works? Um, Lorenzo and Alexander, you have managed to meet the JD Dangerous Demo. Thank you. You know what? You, we could have done that as a Dangerous Demo at Camarillo World. It would have been even better than the one that you did. Well, we've no. got a space for our people to win something. Like that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I wasn't even there, so I can talk. You know, I can talk. Yeah, but to win Dangerous Downloads, you can probably have to have Celeste doing uh, somersaults off the back of a drone <laughs> as it flies in from the back of the uh, the audience or something like that. Yeah. This was a tough... Matrix yeah. would be a you tough act to follow. For next year, absolutely. <laughs> now that we know. Yeah, excellent. Anyway, right, I, I better shut up. Is there anything else you want to tell us about? Well, we need to call for questions. We need to find out if we forgot anything or if there's anything else we're going to talk about, the roadmap. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I can just give you a very brief uh, answer because uh, there's, uh, I mean, this is kind of a switching point. So the next uh, months and weeks dedicated from our side uh, documenting uh, everything that's new, uh, make it easy to install. So we'll have packages for uh, the major platforms, and then uh, of course everybody and all those uh, brave ones that will start adopting early. We already have quite a few, and we're very happy. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the, the roadmap. We also have uh, other things on so spoil it too much. So as soon as Omer Five is stable, we'll uh, we'll have immediately something new to announce. Right. Well, okay. Andy, I, I guess you were going to say that, Andy, but go ahead. Well, I have a few questions, but uh, some some of them are, um, are perhaps more general. Um, what databases are you, are you supporting now? I mean, uh, I know that most of it's been done using uh, MySQL, um, but uh, I believe you also, to an extent, supported Postgres, both of which, of course, are uh, SQL-type databases, not flat databases. So are there any flat databases you're also uh, supporting now? Um, if my microphone works? Yes. Yes. Okay, now, because uh, before it was Echo, now it's gone. Okay, currently we support, uh, of course, my Postgres as well. Uh, MariaDB, it's by default. And, uh, okay, some of users don't like it. Uh, and, of course, they can use also Elastic. So it's very easy to, to use uh, in JSON format, uh, send all zip messages to Elasticsearch, store it, and with HEP5, it's very easy. Make integrate, but of course we prefer to use MySQL because uh, uh, it's easy to to deploy, it's easy to support, and uh, it's all. Because it's probably it's my nightmare because on each conference I have the same question: uh, why MySQL is working so bad on my platform? Because it's if it's MySQL, it will be the same for Elasticsearch or for non-SQL databases. So it's only problem how you configure and how you tune. Uh, your database and nothing more because one but one of our uh, user has a million uh, billions records in database it was three billions data in uh, records in database uh, in one table it works very nice so just just uh, make a proper configuration of mysql uh, use our okay we have ported uh, some good tunes uh, on some new, good configs on our wikipedia on our wiki you can just download it, install it, and of course you can ask us to tune MySQL. Because that's what we do best to help our users. So maybe we're not the best at uh, documenting, we're not the best at the interface, we're not the best at you know the, the, the specific part, really the best at supporting uh, the field and our own application. So that's, I think, where we shine the most. We are open, very, to, very open. I have to yeah. back you up. I have to back you up there because I, I've been at the, the home and mailing list for some considerable time, certainly better than a year now. Um, and you always deal with with all all the queries. Um, some a little less um, sympathetically than others, but uh, at the same same time, some of the users are I do ask some rather ridiculous questions. Yeah, right. I think it's brilliant when people ask. And Alexander sorts it out with. Uh, one sentence, and they never ask stupid questions ever again. So what are the channels that people are going to look questions on that are going to post their questions? Yeah. We have a, a user and a developer mailing lists, which are uh, reachable and uh, published on our uh, Git repository of Homer. They're uh, pointed. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's where most of the activity goes okay. on. And then we have our support at seedcapture.org address. Uh, we see all, all the uh, inquiries from... Uh, uh, whoever has a problem. So the, so the one URL to know is sipcapture.org, uh, sip right? Correct. Capture. I had to think for a second. Capture.org is the, uh, is the, the base uh, for Homer, CaptAgent, SipGrep, uh, and uh, we, we try to keep it point. But right. actually where everything is at is our, is our GitHub account. So the website is sort of just uh, an optional entry to our uh, projects on GitHub. 
But there is a URL on the on the website. Yes, so. that's uh, github.org slash sipcapture. Slash sipcapture. Okay, that's easy enough to remember. Anybody have any questions? DX or anywhere else where my voice is being heard? And hopefully not just my voice, but all voices. Uh, ZipDX? Yeah, I, I, have a, I have a question, if, if this is actually connecting through. I'm yes. ZipDX for ages, so. Yeah, um, works. Yeah, no, um, about, I, I missed chunks of this, so you may have already. Uh, how do you feel about the increasing levels of encryption? Is that going to hinder the ability to analyze and cross-reference streams um, in the way that you're, you know, I think you're doing? Good question. Uh, in, uh, for, for the most part, uh, this is a, a big we keep uh, a close integration with the leading platforms. So as long as you're using uh, Kamaili, OpenSIPs, Asterisk, or FreeSwitch, for instance, we are able to capture at, uh, the signaling is not encrypted. So we keep it simple on one side. On the other one, we are experimenting with several extensions of our tools to deal with this. Uh, is not it's not really what we hope uh, will be the case, so passive monitoring of fully encrypted uh, environments is not uh, yet uh, ready for production. We have some experiments with our uh, partner uh, customers, but uh, it's far off from what we want to do. So in, uh, in a way, we can do this uh, already with media to a certain extent on calculations, even when it's encrypted, of course, we cannot decode it, but we can determine uh, the uh, quality of transmission uh, nevertheless, but for pure signaling, uh, that's or, of course, you, you, you can also always ask NSA, you know, because NSA has everything. You know? <laughs> even, with, uh, we, even when you own uh, and you manage the certificates, there are conditions where you uh, are not uh, able to, uh, to decode uh, uh, in, uh, in transit. Working on this, this is surely on our uh, roadmap uh, and a driver uh, for innovation, but uh, not, definitely not in the top five uh, of the things that will deliver. I should like to correct that NSA has everything except last Monday. They don't have last Monday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a question too, which is when are you, where are your next appearances? People were able to see you at Kama Ilio World. Uh, I had that pleasure. Us here did. Um, what are the next uh, rendezvous points? Um, especially in the events that we mentioned, which is obviously Tad Hack next week, but also ClueCon and uh, Astrocon in August, maybe other European things. Where are you, uh, any of you going to be any place that we should uh, take note of? Uh, we don't have anything uh, scheduled at the moment. We have to make a choice between uh, uh, actually delivering Homer 5 right now and supporting it and uh, further participation. So uh, in the next few months, we'll basically be locked in the basement uh, <laughs> doing work. We, we will sort of be, uh, yeah, uh, lab rats, but uh, uh, it will be over soon, and then uh, we'll participate again. Uh, basically, everything that we can. Uh, so we we want to take Homer uh, further next year. Uh, just for the next few months, our team is just too small. We can send Celeste, and this this is the plan anyway, because uh, it works. Send her to uh, us. Yeah, she can. Yeah, she yeah. can be so with us. So as as we finalize this plan. Uh, we'll be uh, hiding uh, for the next few months. So the only things that we'll do is uh, which take place here in Amsterdam. Uh, and, uh, yeah, basically, uh, if anybody wants to see us in the short term, uh, you can contact us at QXIP. But, uh, yeah, public events, uh, nothing planned. That's a good point, by the way. There's also QXIP. That's a .net .net, uh, .net as well? .net, uh, is uh, where we uh, try to offer uh, some of our services to, uh, let's say, commercial entities that mm -hmm. need uh, something better than a donation. Or, uh, so we have some uh, support packages and some training packages that we uh, provide to businesses that use Homer and need to take it to the next step. And you mentioned, Beansmith, this is a kind of an off-the-wall reference, but uh, if you have seen Allegro Non Troppo by any chance... Yeah. You will you will know that it starts with the the uh, cartoonist being chained in the basement, right? You remember? Yeah. You look. You're nodding, so you must know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. I do, and that's how we feel. So, uh, <laughs> that was, yes. Well, you kind of look like the guy too. Not really. <laughs> anyway, any other questions? Anything else? Any old business, new business? Anything else with regard to uh, your home or five? The other thing that I forgot the name of. What is it? Tell me. The sip. There's another module we're forgetting. Zip grab, zip grab. That's one. The HEP family. The HEP, yeah, fa HEP family. Yeah, zip grab is awesome. I was using that, what? That's amazing. 14 years ago. 
Uh, I use it on a daily basis. You uh, used it when you were 12, James? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's before by my such British a, such, When you had hair? Such a yeah, young man. I, once upon a time. Uh, normally, I can say it was my first application about capturing. Uh, it was a uh, small pearl uh, wrapper uh, for NGREP, which made nice output, uh, and it was very, very popular. And by default, it's uh, integrated in FreeSwitch, in uh, Zero, in Camellia, and uh, uh, developed a new version, ZipGrep 2, which uh, based on C. Oh, and, and asterisk as well? Asterisk not, uh, but um, uh, I, I think Matthew will also uh, put it into the uh, next version of uh, Asterisk, because it's very popular. Yes, uh, yeah, Matt Jordan, if you're watching this... It's um, waiting, waiting for ZipGrep. <laughs> yeah, it needs it now, really. Good point. Let's press on that. Well, okay, well, I want to thank Lorenzo Celest uh, and Alexandra for joining us. You are fantastic guests. We this is this is amazing stuff. It is uh, amazing. It stuff. is source as well. If you I, look at the commercial products that are out there, we people spend millions of dollars on commercial products that do not as much as as Homer. So just uh, if you've got a requirement, you need to get out and and connect with this stuff. It is awesomely good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Invitation. It was a pleasure. Come back anytime. Tim is coming back. We're going to do our mature audiences uh, version in just a second. After we shut down, we'll have a little music to uh, thank our sponsors. Anyone, any of you who are here who have the time, you're welcome to stay. But in the meantime, we're going to hear from our sponsors, and then we're going to cut off the video to do the mature audiences version of the VUs. Hey, that was the bleeding edge of the IP communications and VoIP community. We're at VUC.me on the web. Thanks to Simwood, who can turn you as a developer into a telco. Oh, except that, uh, yeah, I got you. I didn't uh, include this because it usually causes echo. Here we go. Got it live, folks. Hey, that was the bleeding edge of the IP communications and VoIP community. We're at VUC.me on the web. To Simwood.com, who can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our host at PBX is provided by Anton. The site at VUC.me is on Bluehost.com. We use ZipDX.com for our wideband featured conference bridge. And our local rate dial-ins are from Voxbone.com. Every Friday, 12 time, see you next week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.